If you're a regular here, you already know that the nutrients in your diet influence your mood. But never is this more obvious than when you hit that afternoon slump. We know from personal experience that the snack you choose can either boost your focus and energy so you can keep going or send you in a downward spiral of unproductiveness. To help you avoid that second option, we've pulled together our favorite snacks to bust that afternoon slump and keep you going. Let's dive in. Okay, Carolyn, you know when you hit that afternoon, like, lull? Yeah, I'm kind of feeling like I might be getting there right now. I, I think about, <laughs> about like, 25 or 30 minutes ago I was there. If you remember, mm-hmm. I was like, come on, let's get to recording because I'm – You've perked up now. Yeah, now I've perked up. Um, but when you get there, like, what do you – what is, like, your go-to thing to perk yourself up? It doesn't have to be a food. Just, like, what is your go-to? My go-to. Gosh. You know, it's really changed a lot lately. Usually I go for – oh, it doesn't have to be food. It can be anything. Anything. I have started going for a quick walk. Even, like, late afternoon? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, so I get my kombucha. You get your kombucha. Mm -hmm. Yes. I've seen you do that, actually, Mm because we often record late afternoons, Mm -hmm. early evenings. Yeah, it perks me up. And it does. You come in here, you get yourself a glass of ice, and you pour it over ice. And I always ask you about it, and you always say the same thing, and I still ask the same question every time. Yeah. And you just like it over ice. Tastes much better if you serve it like a cocktail. (laughs) I like so, it. Yeah. What do you do? I like to either make or buy myself a fancy drink. Oh, Not a cocktail. Like a coffee drink? Some Yeah, like a coffee drink or a matcha or something along those lines. Something that's a little bit more than just like a straight tea or like a black coffee. Yeah, a little exciting. Yeah, a little. A little, a little dopamine in yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> With your caffeine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I okay. like to do to kind of get me through that afternoon like – you know, slump there. But today we are talking about snacks to help you bust that afternoon slump. Yeah. Not the ones that you necessarily have to feed your kids when they come home from school to jack them up with energy, but the ones that are going to help you get through that late afternoon meeting or that, you know, shuttling the kids here, there, or wherever. Yeah. Kind of thing. Gets you to dinner. Yes. Yes. To the making of dinner because you still have to have energy. I mean, it's still the marathon from 5 to like 9 p.m. Yeah. But, yeah, helps you make it. Yeah. And and make it in a um, much better mood. Exactly. Than if you didn't get that snack. Exactly. Okay. Where do we want to start? I think the... we should start with one of your recipes. Okay. So, um, I, in my first cookbook, Meals That Heal, I have a recipe for yogurt granola breakfast bark. And it's essentially like chocolate bark. Think chocolate bark, but with yogurt. And you spread it really thin and freeze it. Yeah. And then you can break it into pieces. So this one, um, the one I did has blueberries. Um, you add a touch of honey to the yogurt. It has blueberries, but you could really do any berry. You could even do dried fruit. Um, then I have um, a granola um, I have a granola recipe in the book, too, so you can use that granola or store-bought 
um, one. So you're getting some nuts in there, usually some oats, that kind of thing. Um, but you know, you could do blueberries and nuts, or you could do you could do all kinds of combinations. And you just spread it. You put like some wax paper down, and you mix it all up and spread it really thin across the wax paper and freeze it. Yeah. Now I will say. It um it melts pretty quick, so just get you a piece and then stick it back in the freezer. Okay. But this um this has um is a good source of magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, researchers have found that people who were low, not necessarily deficient, but low in um, magnesium, are at a higher risk for depressive anxiety like symptoms. But also, you're getting a little touch of honey, touch of sweetness. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to help. Yeah. You're just going to get that glucose up a little, but not too much. You're getting a little protein in the yogurt, maybe the nuts. Um, so you're eating you're eating a healthy source of carbs, a little protein, a little fat in there. It's nothing that's going to ruin your dinner. It's nothing that's going to, it's just kind of like a little mood boost. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fun, like, yeah, treat. I, I mean, I think it a bit more of like in the frozen treat category. Yeah. So. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, um, another one, which I have to say is not one of my personal favorite snacks, but is incredibly popular in my house. And when I found this research for an article that I was writing, I was like, oh yes. So now my kids come home and I'm like, what do you want for snack? I don't know. Ooh, would you like some popcorn? Yeah. Popcorn. So it's a whole grain, which we all need to work on getting more whole grains into our diet, but it's also low on the glycemic index, which I feel like this is a thing that you explain way better than I do, Carolyn. I'm going to try and give it a go and you just jump in and correct me. Is that okay? Yeah. So when things are low on the glycemic index, obviously versus high, they are going to be digested a little slower. The breakdown of carbohydrates is going to be released into your bloodstream a little bit slower. And so what doesn't happen is you don't have like a big spike in your glucose or your insulin then goes up to bring the glucose down and then you have a crash. So it's kind of like after you eat something like really, really sugary, you get like great energy and then later you like crash. So a low glycemic index food will have a slow, steady rise in glucose. And that's what you want. Yes. Yes. See, so much better than me. Anyway, so what this research found was that when you're eating foods that are low on the glycemic index, it can improve your attention and your memory. Ooh, I'll take that. Right? Which, I mean, super helpful, and in, especially in the afternoon. And then there's other research that showed that showed um, when you eat a high glycemic food or a, high, a diet that's high in, on the glycemic index, that it could raise your risk of developing depressive symptoms and also being fatigued. It also raises your risk of being mean to people. <laughs> good point very good point when you hit that crash yes that crash yes yeah you have a higher risk of being nice to people being patient if you eat lower glycemic foods for yes. a snack exactly yeah all right next uh, up okay um i feel like this one sounds a little generic but it really is good like i haven't had one in a while and it's kind of making me want one it's a berry smoothie and your recipe for it also has a 
super secret ingredient. Yeah, so in my first cookbook, again, Meals That Heal, I have a berry green smoothie. And I, the way I came up with the recipe is I was actually like, I wonder if I can create a smoothie that actually has some greens in it, but my kids will never, ever know. So what I figured out is you've got to use, it's even though you can, um, I used baby spinach in there, Greek yogurt, maybe a touch of orange juice, and berries. Now, what I figured out is you got to use dark berries oh, to cover up that green to really because cover the, green up. the spinach will, um, you know, will get pureed, but there you can still see a little green. So you got to use dark berries. Okay, so, so like I, wild blueberries. Yes, I recommend berries. like a or a berry blend. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got to get some of those blackberries and blueberries in there to yeah. really cover. No mango, no mm-hmm. no strawberries. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think I have a little banana for sweetness in there. Um, so, but. Why this um, this food? Um, well, berries, um, when study participants drank a smoothie made with a mix of berries, their attention, memory, and so-called flexible thinking improved over the following six hours compared to participants who drank a placebo. That's kind of cool. Yeah, six hours. Yeah. Plus, you've got, you've got some um, carbs in there. You've got some protein in there. It's kind of a balanced mix of macros, which, again, is going to help keep your glucose a little more stable. Yes. And the, so the leafy greens, too. Which, oh, yeah. Like, I know you wanted to get them in there, but what we didn't tell people was. Oh, yeah. Um, another study found that people who ate more leafy greens had better moods. Yeah. Just, better moods, more life satisfaction and optimism, and fewer depressive symptoms. That really makes me want to go eat some leafy greens. Well, and I Is that what's wrong with us today? I'm, We've kind of maybe. been in a funk, or me? Yeah, no, I haven't had some leafy greens in I a couple days. Maybe that me is either. the problem. But I just like that it's like, oh, okay, like I don't have to just serve leafy greens at dinner, and I'm I have one kid who is not going to eat a salad. So what are some other ways that I can get it in there and like smoothie? Just just let's just. Shake it up. Do something different. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're going to have to talk about this next one because this was I feel your... like you're making me talk about all of these. Okay, fine. Well, I'll talk about this one then because the next one also was a great idea. All right. Where are so, your ideas? They're here. I I feel like I I contributed like the groups of foods. You've contributed the, the research, research, actually. Never mind. And I'm not then, complaining. And then you came in with all of these great like – well, because we had ideas, but we want to send them to – recipes and you have recipes but then these other two were just your genius ideas although the last one is kind of a funny story um okay so I love this one (laughs) a mini charcuterie board all right I do this late afternoon a lot lately you just make a little mini one for yourself so I mean I don't really actually create a board but I what I'm doing is I'm grabbing like a handful of raspberries and then um I've discovered these like flatbread crackers not flatbread but like they're really thin and flat and kind of yeah. like rectangular um flax crackers that it Publix has mm. um and they don't really appeal to kids so they're like they're even mine. better so nobody's gonna touch yeah. them yeah so they're mine you gotta send me a picture of this so um I will and so I'll um have a few of those with either like some roasted red pepper hummus or even like some cheese mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's so I don't know it feels like a treat yeah, it's uh, like a it's like a restaurant worthy appetizer yeah. basically. Yeah. I feel like I don't know why but like 
cheese and crackers just feels like a treat a lot of the time. I totally agree. You know? I totally agree. But um, but the point is, is like even if somebody does it differently than you do it, the idea yeah. here is like getting in some type of nut or seed, getting in raspberries or another kind of, like bright colored fruit. Yeah. Um, you could put some fresh veggies in there if you wanted and don't forget the cheese. Yes. Would you like to tell us why? Yes. I found this study. I thought it was so cool. So it was a study in middle and high school students. And what it found was that the ones who ate dairy foods regularly had more stress resilience. So like, hopefully everybody understands that, but like they weren't, you know, in stressful situations, they were able to like get through it a little Mm -hmm. bit more or easily, uh, less like more unscathed, I guess. Um, then, so they had more stress resilience than their classmates who just weren't regular dairy eaters. And I mean, and this really was like dairy general, like in that category, but mm-hmm. let's not forget cheese is a part of that category. Cheese is a part of that category. Cheese generally brings me a lot of joy. Yeah, just, it does. It's really, really special. Well, and I just discovered the little remnants section, the little leftover pieces, like in pieces, that Whole Foods will sell, so you can try a bunch of different cheeses for like one or two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like great. It's like the expensive ones where because, there's like these little butts. Yeah, because like you go to the cheese section and it's like eight dollars to try. And I don't, I'm not that well versed in cheeses, especially well, some of those fancy ones. Some of the fancy ones, my kids won't eat. I'm the only one in my house that will eat them. So yeah. that's the other part where I'm like, look, I don't want to get this fancy cheese that feeds you know four people over three days. Yeah. Or that I'm kind of sick. That's really strong and I'm kind of sick of after a week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, one thing back to the raspberries that I mentioned. um, People who eat more fruits and vegetables have been shown to have better mental health than people who slack on eating produce. So Mm -hmm. you're getting a lot of things in this. A lot of mood boosting things. Yes. And some stress resilience. Exactly. We I mean, we all need it, but I feel like I especially could use some stress resilience these yeah. days. Yeah. Okay, the last one. You didn't get this one at first. No. No. So earlier in the year when I was wearing a glucose monitor, just I really got focused on trying to keep my glucose stable and no spikes or anything. And I found that eating some protein at the start of my meal or like having a snack of some protein a little before my meal really, um, what do you say? Um, keeps your glucose more stable, keeps it from spiking like it might not necessarily spiking, but just going higher, um, than it would if you had some protein. So one of the things I started eating was like a hard boiled egg. I'll cut it in half or into force. And I sprinkle it, sprinkle it with everything bagel seasoning. And it's so good. Yes. Now. <laughs> now. Now, hold on. So when we were working on these ideas, Carolyn goes, yeah, yeah, I really like to do hard boiled egg with everything bagel. And she skipped the word seasoning. <laughs> or if she said the word seasoning, I didn't hear it. And I looked at her and I was like, okay, but like then with what else? And she's like, well, if I'm really hungry, then I might add in a carb later. And I was like, no, I meant like, what do you put on the bagel? Like, do you just put hard boiled eggs sliced up on the bagel? And she was like, she looked at me like my head had come off my body. And she was like, no, (laughs) you cut the egg in half and you put the everything bagel seasoning on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally missed the memo. Yes. Like completely. 
Well, other than keeping your glucose stable and keeping you from being hangry, um, eggs contain tryptophan. And tryptophan helps your body make serotonin. And that feel-good compound helps regulate your mood. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful thing. Give me all the serotonin. So, you know, this makes me want to go have a little of all these. Get some more life satisfaction, some optimism, some stress resilience. Exactly. Yeah. All of those things. Little, little something to perk my blood sugar up a little. We're good to go till dinner. Exactly. So, this was a pretty short episode, but we have some great snack recommendations. And the ones that have recipes, we will we link, link to in the show notes. Yeah. The ones that I, yeah, are published online, I'll share. Yeah. So, happy snacking, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.